0: So here you should be thinking, hang on a second, what? Why is Jesus talking about worrying about people killing them? Like, why would they have even been thinking about that? So if you remember last week uh, with Zach using his uh, analogy with the the corn chips and the salsa and the double dipping, um, Jesus has just gone to dinner with a bunch of Pharisees. And uh, when he's left, right, he's got them really, really ticked off. Right? If you see the end of chapter 11, we look there in verse 54, it says, They were lying in wait for him to trap him in something he said. Now, it's not super, super clear here, uh, but what that's code for is they were waiting for him to say something so that they could kill him. And Jesus says, guys, right? So he starts his conversation with his disciples, don't be like the Pharisees. And if you're not like the Pharisees and you're like me, they're going to try and kill you. But don't fear that. Jesus is saying, don't fear man. Uh, He's not saying, don't worry that they will. He's saying, don't worry about them doing it. Uh, Don't fear those who can kill the body. Now, why does he say this? Um so he's he's probably thinking about the near future uh when he's going to be put to death by these people. And then after that his disciples are going to go around preaching the gospel and they're going to be killed too. So is this a bit directly to us or is this just to his disciples? Um I uh I don't know if you've noticed but we don't really see too many Pharisees just running around. So like it sounds like this might just be to them. Um so let's work out what applies to us and what doesn't, uh, which will help us interpret the rest of the passage. Um, so at this time, right? Pharisees are these super, super religious guys, uh, and they'll kill people who lie about God or to claim to be a prophet if they're not. Uh, see, that's part of the law that God gave the Israelites. He said, you know, if people go around claiming stuff in my name and they're lying, you stone them, you kill them. Um, so... Um, That doesn't really happen much in countries like Australia. I don't know if you noticed, uh, we don't get persecuted to the point of death for being Christians. Uh, In some countries, like Iraq and Iran and some parts of Ireland, if you say things about Jesus they don't like, they'll kill you for it. Uh, But not really here. So I reckon on the Central Coast, uh, it's going to sound more like this. Don't fear those who can shut you down. Uh, Don't fear those who won't invite you to their birthday party. Or, don't fear those who won't give you a job because you're a Christian. Or, don't fear the principal who won't let your Christian group meet at lunchtime. Jesus says, don't fear those who can kill you. Um, But for us, it might not be that heavy. Nevertheless, um, is this Jesus, right? The second question is, is this just Jesus taking a super hard nut approach to this? Like you know, is he just doing the old, oh, not up or shut up, you know? Is he saying that it's petty, weak, trivial, right, to be afraid of death? Is that what he's saying? Because if he is, think about this, right? That's a bit rich coming from a guy who was so afraid of his death that he sweated blood. Uh, This guy prayed all night, To his father, that if it were any way possible, deliver him from the death that was coming, right? So, isn't that a bit hypocritical for him to then be saying, hey guys, don't be afraid of death? Well, it would be, but that's not what he's saying. Jesus here is making a comparison. Let's not lose that. He's making a comparison uh, between the people that can kill them and something else. He's saying, fear. God. Take a look, in verse 4, he says, don't fear those who can kill the body and after that can do no more. Don't fear those who can reject you, Uh, don't fear those who can hurt you, who can humiliate you, uh, who can torture you or kill you, because that's all they can do. I'll show you the one to fear, Jesus says, Fear the one who, after death, can throw the soul into hell. Fear God. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen Star Wars, right? The first one. Uh, Like, even that one. That came out when I was alive, you know, let alone the other ones. And that's that's still pretty... Pretty old school, but um, there's this one scene, right, where there's a whole bunch of people in this submarine, right, and they're like swimming along through the ocean, and like this gigantic fish comes swimming after them, and it's like, oh, nom, nom, dinner, and they're like, no, right, and so they go, you know, dodging, ducking, dipping, diving, weaving, and dodging, right, Uh, and they're trying to get away from it, right and left, and it keeps gaining and it keeps gaining, and this thing's enormous, it's gonna eat the whole thing, right, and it doesn't look like they're gonna get away. When BAM! An even bigger fish, comes and eats that one now this this fish luckily is so big that it doesn't even notice the submarine that they're in right so it it eats this other fish and just swims off and it doesn't even look twice at them and one of the one of the guys on the crew says you know oh there's always a bigger fish Uh, which was a mix between Liam Neeson and Jaws Um, but um yeah nevertheless right Were they stupid for worrying about that first fish that was chasing them? Should they have always just been like, Ah, it's fine, it's fine, it's like, it's nothing. No, that was a serious situation. It was really, really bad for them to be in that situation. Um, But in light of the bigger fish, in light of that, it was pretty silly. Um, Jesus isn't saying that death or torture or rejection, He's not saying that those are trivial things. Right? Don't hear him say that. He's saying that there's something so much bigger and so much worse than those. See, if we focus on God, our fears in this life will pass away. Don't fear man. Fear God. So what does he mean by fearing God, hey? Um, I reckon there's two applications for that. I feel like the spaghetti chef, no? The Swedish chef with the hooty-gooty. Um, so there's two applications to what it means to fear God. Uh, in the Old Testament, there's this uh, phrase you might have heard, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, you see, fear, it says, means seeing God accurately, seeing God as the mighty, sovereign ruler of the universe, the one who made us alive, gives us breath in every breath that we breathe, the one who decides when our lives end. Understanding him right and living accordingly, that's fearing him. It's not simply being scared of him. It just means that you're treating him appropriately, not offhandedly. You're treating him with respect and dignity. So Jesus goes on to say, I say to you, he, that is God, he is the one to fear. Aren't five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten in God's sight. Even the hairs on your head are all counted. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Jesus is saying, God doesn't let a sparrow die, right? Sparrows are like, you get them for like five of them for two cents, right? He doesn't let a sparrow die without his knowledge, without his consent. He cares about them, and you are human. You are worth so much more than a sparrow. Don't fear man. God, the God of the universe, he loves you. Um, He's saying that there's one who is so powerful, that his authority and that his reach, his praise or his punishment will last for eternity, and that God loves you. Don't fear man, because God, who is more powerful than them, loves you. Christian, don't fear man. Fear the God who made you. But at the same time, this that he says is a warning. It's a warning to those who don't know God. Fear God. There is one who can throw the soul into hell after death. He's real He's good and he's just. He loves, yes, but he needs to judge sin. And for the Christian, that's done, right? That's paid for. But for those who've rejected Jesus, your sin still stands over your head. And God, the judge, is the one who can throw you into hell. Fear him. Repent. Don't take him lightly. So, how can we tell if we do fear God? Um, I think there are people here right now who do fear God, but maybe they're not sure of it and they need some encouragement. I also reckon that there are people here who don't fear God, um, but they think they do or they just don't care. So, here are two tests, right? The first one is the things that you do. The second one is the things that you don't do, right? The first one, the things you do. Do you go around doing things that you know you shouldn't? Do you swear, steal, lie? Do you disobey your parents? See, God puts disobeying your parents on the same level as theft and drunkenness and adultery. God takes that as seriously as everything else. Do you go around doing these things, thinking that it's okay? No, 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 Jesus took it, Jesus paid for it, that's fine. Sure, you can be forgiven, but if you don't fear God, you're not living rightly. Do you do things that you know you shouldn't? It shows that you don't fear God. Um, how you act in class, right? Doesn't seem important. You're just learning algebra, it's letters and numbers. That's the only time they ever mix. Um, uh, You know, it doesn't seem that cool. Your friend might say something heaps funny, or you might think something heaps funny. That was always me in class. I'm just hilarious. Um, But disrespecting your teacher and talking when you shouldn't be, or not doing your homework, or turning up late, these things show your attitude towards not just your teacher or your school or what you're doing, but it shows your attitudes towards God. Look at the things that you do. Or the second way... (coughs) Do you not do things that you know you should? Do you fear man and stay quiet when people are disrespecting Jesus? Do you keep your mouth shut uh, when someone comes to your school with a gun and asks, are you one of those Jesus freaks? That happened. Um, But even less than that, it could be something way more simple. Chances of that happening, unless you're in America, are pretty slim these days. That's No, it's, it's not funny. Um, uh, when one of your friends asks you what you do on the weekend, do you just say, yeah, yeah, I went for surf. It was, it was pretty good. Or, yeah, I did family stuff. Uh, and you neglect to mention church. Do you fear them and not do the things that you ought? Uh, do you fear their opinion of you? Now, Jesus says, don't fear man. Not because that's silly, or it's weak, or it's trivial. But he says that if all they can do is harm you, tease you, ignore you, or yes, even kill you. That's nothing when you compare it to eternity and the God of the universe. Fear God, not man. He loves you. Fear Him because He's in control. He will judge you. Fear Him because His justice is perfect. Um, There are uh, plenty of ways in which we can reflect on our fear of the Lord. Um, There's a few questions going to come up on the screen and uh, we can go into our discussion groups and discuss those. I reckon they're really, really important questions. If you guys don't normally do discussion groups, I challenge every one of you tonight, either admit it, I don't care, I don't want to uh, think about this. That's fine. Um, But for those of you who do, use this opportunity to really, really think about these things, to really assess yourselves and to make a change. Don't let it pass by. Um, I'm going to pray now, uh, but... And and, and then we're going to go and do those things. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Father, we thank you so much uh, that you have made us and that you have loved us. That although we sinned, you gave your one and only son. You gave him that he would be killed for us. That his perfect life could be ours and that his death would be ours. Father, we... Yeah, we we thank you for that. And Lord, for those of us here who don't know you, who don't understand that truth, Lord, please, uh, please just provide light with love and grace. Show them truth. Uh, And Lord, for those of us who do know that, help us, help us to live rightly, to see you clearly and to live the way you want us to. Not because we're scared of you, but because we know you. Lord, we just ask this, that we can glorify you Give you the honor you deserve. In the name of your Son. Amen.